This podcast allows others to tell their spiritual stories and journeys and gives them the safe space to do so. Some things said within may not always align with the views of our podcast. Here at Coven of Rejects, we believe in allowing anyone to tell their story regardless of our own personal beliefs. While we do encourage you to follow our guests on social media to better understand their journey, we do ask that you use your own intuition to discern what energy may or may not align with you. What's up, weirdos, rejects, and free spirits? Welcome back to another episode of Coven of Rejects. I'm your host, Gemini. As always, sit back, clutch your crystals, and let's get into some crazy spiritual shit. I'm so excited about this week's interview. This is the first time that I video interviewed a guest for this podcast. And from now on, you will be able to watch the interviews, whether they're done via Zoom or they're done in person. That's right. I have in-person interviews coming soon, too. I'm so excited. You guys can watch that on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash coven of rejects, or you can go to the description and I have a link in this episode. It's available to every single tier, and in addition to getting these podcast interviews, Crone and High Priestess tier also get access to the Lick It Like a Lollipop interviews and monthly private readings with me. Every single tier has access to merch giveaways, discounts on readings and merch with me, additional behind-the-scenes content, additional interviews, and there's so much that I offer over on those platforms. So please take a look at Patreon. Give it a month. I promise you're absolutely going to love it. And that's where you guys can see these video interviews as well. I do want to point out before you even listen to anything, I did not use headphones this week. Actually, neither my guest nor I used headphones this week when we were recording on Zoom. And in the future, I will because it really improves the audio quality for you guys. So if we sound a little bit far back or the audio quality just isn't as amazing as usual, I apologize for that. We will do better in the future. I hope that you guys love this week's episode. To get your merch, to get readings with me, please go to covenofrejects.com. And again, to watch this interview, go to patreon.com slash covenofrejects. Oh, and one more thing. <laughs> I am banned on my main TikTok account right now. So if you guys could please go and follow the backup account, it's covenofrejects. That would be freaking awesome. I will be posting more content over there and connecting with you guys. So with no further ado, here is this week's guest, Lucky. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be to talk. So I know um, about your practice that you kind of have now. How do you identify yourself uh, as a witch? Do you have a certain label? Um, I, I hate labels, but if I did have to identify, it would be more towards a baneful witch because... It was completely on accident how I found out I was fucking good at that. But yeah. <laughs> well, I can't wait to get into that. Uh, what spirituality were you raised in? Were you raised in witchcraft? Oh, God, no. I was in a very Christian household and I hated it. I did. I cannot imagine you being raised in a Christian household. How strict was it? 
Um, so my mom and my dad, they were pretty cool. Well, my mom, she kind of like hopped back and forth. My dad, he just didn't give a shit either way. He was like, I don't care if you're not hurting anybody. I don't give a fuck what you believe. My grandparents, on the other hand, if I even listened to like, there was one time I had, I told this to fire Lotus before I was listening to ACDC and they came in and turned it off and took the CD out of my player and said, no, like that type of Christian, like they they were a whole different breed like they reminded me of what's his name that pastor what the, what the hell is his name why oh, did i forget his Lock. name yes that kind of group of christians like they i i was forced to go to religion classes every week after school i was forced to you know communion confirmation all of that shit i had no choice and if i refused they told me the typical well you're going to hell God doesn't like that. What's a religion class? Um, pretty much you have to go. Um, if you want to, in their eyes, they say, well, if you want to get married, you have to go through the steps. You have to get baptized. You have to go through communion, confirmation. Um, essentially, pretty much like if me and my husband, which were already married, um, if we wanted to get married, we would have to go through. It's kind of like some weird Christian steps that you have to take in order to get to that point. But instead of letting me decide on my own, they just did it for me. And my mom just let it happen. My dad, he tried to fight it. He was like, listen, this is ridiculous. Stop it. But he wanted to please them at the same time. So he's like, you know what? They're old whatever um <laughs> kind of at that point my dad was just like i'm not even gonna fight with them anymore what the fuck have some balls oh that he did for a while for a while um my grandparents didn't even want to speak to him because he was on my side like oh my because i told him i was uncomfortable and when he did stand up for me one time ever they belittled him saying, oh, well, you left her mother when she was only three months old. You're a deadbeat. No, he wasn't. He was still there. Okay. Just because they didn't work out. Like they threw everything they could at him because he stood up for me. Well, and also, you know, if you're an extreme religion, whether that be Christianity or Catholicism or whatever, marriage is a very uh like sacred thing when and when you i mean marriage is sacred obviously but they take it so seriously that if you're no longer married then you broke like your pact with god because god witnessed oh my god when i got with my first boyfriend and obviously i think at around 18 19 we all have you know at some point did, did things before we were married okay when they found out that i had sex for the first time they wanted to throw me out of the house. I was a disappointment. I was the devil all the way through and through. They just did not want me there. I was the disappointment of the family. I'm like, oh, really? Hmm. Like no one's ever gotten their freak on. See, this is my thing. How you have all of these people who waited to have very religious married sex have the most boring sex life ever. Because they didn't know what the fuck they were going to be working with before they got it up. <laughs> My point, exactly. Like, what are you, what, you don't know if that dude's going to suck or not, or that chick is just going to, you know what I mean? Like, how do you know? You don't know. So many promises that it's like, it's like when, you know, you get those texts during, you know, 
when I see you next time, I'm going to flip that thing around, do it up. And then you see him and it's missionary and you're like, oh, three pumps and you're done. Cool beans. You know, it's like, it's, it's the talk can be good, but when you, can you flip that thing down and reverse it? Probably fucking not. <laughs> I've had that. It's disappointing, but I've had that. It's just like, wow, really? That's, that's. Okay. The women listening in their car nodding along to this. Just like, yes, I fucking agree. <laughs> okay, so we had grandparents. You weren't allowed to fornicate. You did anyways. Did they kick you out? They didn't kick me out because my dad, again, he he went to bat for me. He was like, listen, okay. And he pulled, he said the same thing that you said. You haven't been a teenager before? I have. I remember doing it. You know what I mean? My dad eventually got so bad to the point where I did move in with him. I did. Um, not just because of like how bad it was in my, the household that I was currently living in, but he was sick. He uh, did pass away in 2012. He was 49. So I did eventually go to stay to, you know, help him. He was very sick. Um, but he, uh, he had to get me out of that house. It got that bad. Like I, couldn't do, I couldn't be myself. I couldn't be who I wanted to be. And in high school, I was like that emo. I was that goth girl. And God forbid, if I wore trip pants out of the house, oh no, you got to change. What? Trip pants? Really? Like, okay. So, so you're fucking, you're dressing emo, goth, whatever. Moving in with dad. When did we start finding your spirituality? Okay. What was the beginning of that? Okay. So believe it or not, at about eight years old, I told this to Fire Lotus. And he even was like, that was really fucking cool. Um, so when I was about eight years old, do you remember when Hot Topic still had the lime green, like neon signs, like that long ago? So my mom took me there one day. And all the way in the back, they had a bunch of books. They had a bunch of like, you know, just weird shit. And there was a fairy oracle deck. And I wanted that deck so bad. And at first my mom said no, because she kind of knew how my grandparents were and she was uncomfortable with it. But eventually we went back. I think it was like a week later and I got that deck. And that is what piqued my interest in witchcraft was that fairy oracle deck. I didn't start actually practicing though, even kind of like a closeted witch until I was like 14. Okay. But that one deck drew me in. I was like, I need that. I need that. And my grandparents say, unfortunately did find the deck. Um, and if you know, you know already what happened to it. They threw that out so fast. Yeah. They were that type of, they were that group of people. See, okay, this is what, this is what always gets me is like, if I was to find a Bible, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, the word of God. And I don't agree with it and throw it out. So I never understand throwing out. And I also feel like that's, I feel like that's a form of abuse, uh, whether that be emotional abuse or whatever. The fact that it happens in so many homes, and you're not the only one, by the way, who's had like a religious upbringing. Most of the guests that I have on here have. And the, oh, they threw away my crystals. They threw away my decks. They threw away my books is fucking mind blowing that this was 
This is normal. God forbid, like I said, I couldn't even listen to ACDC in my own house. My mom is the one who gave me the CD, by the way. And they were like, no, like they, anything that was remotely close in their eyes to devil music is what they like to call it. They did not want in their house. Okay. So rock was considered devil music. ACDC being devil, like, that's just funny to me. Um, I was, I, so I'm very into true crime. And there was this podcast that I was listening to and they were talking about how back in like late seventies, early eighties, a little barely into the nineties, there was this huge satanic uh, thing going on. So anybody that listened to rock music basically was just considered a devil worshiper. And so there are all these crimes that happened that got linked to witchcraft and devil worshiping because the people who they thought were, you know, the killer listened to rock music. And it's something I'm going to be covering in, um, on my Patreon and my, um, my uh, true crime and witchcraft. But I just think that's fucking wild. I am a very huge true crime fan. Like, I don't know if you remember on my main account, I got a lot of shit after I got the Eileen shirt. The amount of comments that I got for that shirt. Oh, you condone serial killers. No, I didn't say that. Yeah, I didn't say that. You're for, you're missing the point of the shirt completely. Like, fuck you. Um, <laughs> Can I, I, I just want to make sure that I understood the shirt correctly. And for people that are listening or watching. Um, my, my, when I saw you wearing the shirt, I took that as Eileen was somebody who was basically forced into sex work and being a prostitute because, um, her upbringing, her grandfather actually sexually assaulted her and then let his friend do it and watched while it happened. And then when she, I guess she got pregnant from what I understand, they threw her out of the house and she was homeless. So, of course, at that moment, she was forced. She, you got to make money. You got to survive. Um, I guess the first guy that she did ever have an encounter with, he did assault her. She unalived him. And then she just kind of like snapped after that, which in a way, can you blame her? All the, all the trauma that you went through. I'm not condoning violence. I'm not saying get up and go and unalive people. But, you know, you get to a point, especially if you can't get the professional help that you need you're going to snap. Yeah. And that was the point of the shirt in the first place, like mental health awareness. Like this woman needed help and everybody ignored her. Everybody. And I got so much shit for that shirt. So much. It's kind of crazy. The things that people choose to get psychotic about on the internet, you know, like, it, I kind of, I kind of instigated. I shouldn't have. I'll admit it. I was like, you know what? If they're going to get mad about that, I'm going to buy Richard Ramirez. I'm going to buy Ted Bundy. I'm going to get the whole fucking group because you know what? All of them were failed by the system and they were put, instead of getting the help that they needed, they were locked up, sentenced to either life or they got the death penalty and nobody wanted to understand they went through something. There is a reason they got to this point. And I got shit for that. This is why I find true crime 
fascinating and like listening to stories of serial killers and things. And I guess like, I like knowing people's stories and what makes them them, hence the podcast. Like, I want to know why you're fucked up and the psychology behind it all and be like, oh, so like you're fucking crazy, crazy. Okay, cool. You know, like, like I will never sit there and condone violence ever. If you can get the help that you need to get it. But some people don't have access to it. And then they're left untreated. And then when something like this happens, they're automatically labeled as this shitty, bad person. And that's yeah. not all the case. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. We're so off topic. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. I love you for it. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, fuck. I've, I've made us jump like 14 topics. Fire Lotus, we completely got off topic and we were talking about the craft, like the movie. And we were like, wait a minute, how did we end up here? I'll <laughs> tell you a secret, and I'm so ashamed of it. The craft comes on Amazon in three days, and I will be watching it for the first time. I have always I've heard about the craft, I've seen commercials for the craft, I've seen the trailers, wait, I've seen little clips. Wait, are you talking about the original or the new one? The original. You've never seen it? I've never seen the craft. It has the girl from Waterboy in it. I forget her name. Nancy, if, if you, if anybody could par- compare me to somebody, it would be her from that movie. Like, I just don't give a fuck. I don't. I'm, I'm really excited to watch it. Um, I, every time I've tried to watch it, you have to pay for it. And watch the kind it. of person that I am, I'll order clothes online. I'll go on Amazon sprees. I'll get coffee in the morning. I won't buy movies. <laughs> when you watch the craft, you will not be disappointed. Fire Lotus actually told me too. I didn't even know this. They actually had a real witch on set to help. Yes. Directly. And I mean, except for the rule of three, because you know, I don't believe in that. I don't. Um, but other than that, they hit the nail on the head. I'm really fucking excited about that part. They also had crazy fucking shit happen on set. If I'm not mistaken, I think somebody died. I either they died or they were seriously fucking injured. Something crazy fucking happened on that set. Speaking of crazy things happening on the set. Do you know that like various people hung themselves during the making of Wizard of Oz? I saw that I had the original VHS. My grandmother bought it for me when I was a little kid. And as a kid, I didn't notice it. I went back and I watched it and you can see people in the background. And I'm like, well, that explains a lot. Fuck. (laughs) You know, what's crazy. I remember being a little kid watching Wizard of Oz and it was the scariest fucking movie in so many parts. Like I remember it just felt dark and it felt scary And I didn't think that Dorothy was happy, even though she kept smiling. And so then as an adult to learn about all the tragedy that happened, it's so interesting to be like, wow, I was saying like realizing that you're working on a set where people actually think, well, obviously witchcraft is real, but they were taking it to a whole different level where they were, you know, killing themselves. Like she had to pretend that, oh, everything's fine. No, it wasn't. No, and I swear you can feel that energy. So where you got your Oracle deck, you are, I know we were 14, you had sex, what happened? 
Um, okay, so at 18, I, I was practicing at this point by then. I was just like a closet witch. I know my dad didn't mind, but I was still concerned about being open about it because of what my grandparents put me through. So I never really came out and spoke on it. Um, at 18, I ended up getting pregnant. I was on the depot shot and a condom. They both failed me back to back. How both can do that? I don't know. Um, ended up having to get an abortion. My grandparents found out. They stopped talking to me for like four years. I actually didn't tell Fire Lotus about that. I don't talk about that often. Um, they literally said, how could you do that? The baby was already dying anyway because of the birth control. It was making me sick. It was already killing the child. They said, if we don't do this now, you're going to, there's a chance you can die from sepsis, from anything. And once they found out, they stopped talking to me for like four years. And I went down this horrible, like right after my dad passed away, it happened right after that. I unfortunately became an addict um, got clean. I'll be four years sober this October. And that's when I started picking up my practice again. Congratulations. Up, thank you. I picked up where I left off and I've been doing good ever since, honestly. And I don't care what anybody says, even the Christians, my practice saved my life. It did. So how did you start? So you, you, you got sober is the, and you started picking up your practice. What's the first thing that you remember, like kind of diving into? Okay, the first thing I started diving into, um, picking up, like, all the trauma that I had with ex-boyfriends and stuff, like, in the time that I was using, there was one particular ex that, I mean, he did some damage to me. And, of course, I was like, fuck this. I'm I'm practicing again. I'm hexing him. I I did. I'm not going to lie. I didn't give a fuck. You want to talk about trauma? That man put me through shit. I'm not going to get into too much. But... He, he fucked me up and I hexed him. I get a message. Did you give him month. dick rot? Oh, about a month later, his friend messaged me. He knew I was practicing. He was like, you know, uh, Justin, that was his name. He's in the hospital, right? I'm like, what are you talking about? The man was losing his hair. His hair actually started to fall out. I actually, if I can find the pictures, I will even post them on TikTok. I don't even give a shit. The doctors could not find out what the fuck was wrong. Oh, I love, I love a good, uh, little fuck you. Like I said, the doctors couldn't find out what was wrong. His hair is growing back, but in that short amount of time, he lost, I mean, he had gorgeous hair too. And he loved his, I think he loved his hair more than he loved me at that point. So when his hair fell out, I, I'm sorry, I dropped the phone and I started laughing His hair grew back from what I understand. At least it's short because it's still growing. But I, I felt that was a goal of mine and it fucking happened. I'm happy for you. <laughs> That's how I started realizing I was really good at baneful magic because it only took a short amount of time. Now, let me ask you as somebody who, so I'll be honest, I, uh, I've done a baneful working one time and although it was effective, um, uh, my familiar got injured twice that week. And so 
I haven't fucked with that again. And I would love to learn how to, okay. So you said you don't, you don't follow the rule of three. And what I learned is I learned that there is a direct energy consequence and that I need to learn how to balance that out. And that's not something that I am comfortable with yet. And so it's not really working that I do. Um, even today, I'm not going to lie, even though I do beanful magic a lot, I still have moments where I'm, I, I have a ton of wards in the South wards and beanful ones. And sometimes shit just happens. You know what I mean? I mean, sometimes people do just get through your shit. It, it, it happens. Um, and sometimes my issue is, especially with TikTok, I'm a little too open about my words and what I do on TikTok. And I think that's kind of what the problem was is I showed too much of my protections. So now it's like, okay, I know how to get through that. Now I'm getting to your fucking ass. And that's what happened. So I have, if you notice my page, I'll talk about things, but I never, ever share my altar, my putting my specific things together how I do things. I'll show like a fast forward, far away video of me making a money bowl. I'm not going to tell you exactly what's in my, you know what I mean? Like, I feel that when you allow people to see what your flow is and what ingredients you're using and how you're doing things, unfortunately, Yes, there is an amazing group of people who just want to learn and they're like so excited that you're teaching and you and I gear towards that. We're trying to like be positive in that way, but there is always an opposite to balance it out. And there are people who look at what you're doing just to be like, oh, I'm fucking bored. Let me look and see if I can get through that today. Oh, no, you're absolutely right. And uh, my problem is, is if I'm doing the working, even though I'm not listing off what I'm doing, and I'm doing it for entertainment purposes, because that's what TikTok is. But I get so caught up and on my altar, like when I do point the camera that way, you could see everything. So I feel like, yeah, this is my fault. I need to stop doing that. But I get asked all the time, well, can you teach? Can you teach? Which is why I started the Patreon but then my computer, that, that happened. Um, but I, I, I'm starting to get to the point where I don't even want to show anything anymore because of my what happened. personal advice is, um, getting, I know you're doing Patreon. If you do your actual working teachings on Patreon, one, you get to give people more. And so your followers are going to get to see you, um, doing, more in-depth things and they're going to get like more of your time. You're going to teach them more. There's also an energy exchange. So anybody paying to watch your stuff is giving like an energy exchange of saying, I want this and my intentions are good to watch this. And I feel like that gives back to you. And then you're not going to get exhausted with feeling like you're sharing your craft. What happened from here? Um, so after his hair fell out, because that shit fell out, um, and I wasn't expecting it. I mean, the intention was there, but I didn't think it was going to work as good as it did, but it did. And then I was like, oh shit, I'm actually a lot better at this than I thought. Um, and I, I'm not going to lie. I had a lot of people that hurt me. A lot of people that did. In, in a good amount of time frame. And I just kind of, I, I did, I went hex happy. I'm not going to lie. 
Um, and all of them, except maybe for like one actually worked. And I realized this is who I am. I'm a baneful witch. What if there are people out there who might need me, you know, if they've been through an abusive relationship, parents had abuse and this or that. I'm good at this. Um, I mean, obviously, I try to keep a balance. I do. But sometimes, you know, I go off on these sprees where I get a little too excited. I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> I've seen videos of you shaking this shit out of your hex jar. <laughs> I still do. Every morning I wake up, I got a big old jar of curse water on. Well, I keep it in a dark place. I don't keep it directly on my altar, but I'll wake up and I'll be like, good morning. And I'll just shake the fuck out of it and put it back. <laughs> okay. So like, what does somebody have to do to end up in your hex jar? Oh God, anything. I mean, I don't anything. Don't fucking cut Lucky off, guys, because she's gonna put your ass in a hex jar and shake well, that fuck out like, of you. If you cut me off, like I've I've gotten into fights with people before, or we just, you know, stop talking or whatever. Like I, I try not to hex for you know stupid reasons. I don't want to do that. Normally it's like if you abuse me, if you lied to me, or like really fucked up and lied to me. Or, or hurt my kid, or hurt somebody I love, then definitely yes. I'm not going to sit here and say I haven't done petty shit before, because I have. Um, but I try to keep it as like, you know what, you have to really fuck up to get to that point. See, I just feel like I would rather hit you than shake you in a jar every day. Like if I'm mad enough to like make your hair fall out, I'm just going to fucking knock you out. I thought about taking the fucking big ass mason jar that I got and fucking throwing it at people before. Like, fuck shaking it. I'll just throw it at you. That hurts more. Do it. Just do I mean, it. Unfortunately, like all the people that did hurt me, though, because I'm originally from Buffalo, New York. I'm in Florida now. So I would have to travel a little bit. But believe me, the thought has been there. Like, what if I just take this and throw it at them? You know what? This could be considered premeditated. So please don't actually use that weapon. I no. didn't hear jack fucking shit, and neither did any of my listeners. I'm not really gonna do. I believe me, I ain't wasting the time. I got a kid now. I got a husband. I got more important shit to worry about. <laughs> I've got bills to pay. I got a laptop to fix. Thank you. By the oh way. my gosh. Okay, so I heard about your laptop. I wanted to tell you, you can do absolutely everything from your phone. I will help you do that. It, okay. We'll get it done. Um, okay, so you are hex happy. And what are we what else are we doing in our in our practice now? So you you got hexing under control. Everybody's fucking in your jar and shook the fuck around. What are well, I don't like I said, I'm not like hex happy. I do keep a balance. I wake up in the morning and I do even stuff for myself, self-love, you know, cleansing, protection for the home, protection for my kid. Somebody tried coming after my kid before because they were fucking mad at me. Um, and he's two and a half. So I, I mean, like I, I try to keep it as happy as I can around here, but they're most of the time, especially when they hear, okay, you're a baneful witch. I'm going to fuck with you. I'm going to see how far I can fucking go. Yeah, it's, I try to keep it happy around here, but sometimes it doesn't always go that way. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, what else are you doing in your, like, I would like to know different things that you do with your practice. Um, 
so right now, um, so tarot readings, for example, myself, I'm pretty good at reading myself, reading my partner, stuff like that. I don't know what it is with me, but I lack when it comes to reading other people. So I'm trying to get to the point where I can be good enough to one day eventually offer readings on Patreon or Etsy, stuff like that. I feel like as witches, we all have that one thing that we lack in, you know what I mean? And that's just one of the things. I don't know what it is. I totally get it. Speaking of readings, I totally wanted to give you one. You can. And I would love that. Can I do it right now? Yeah, that's fine. I don't know. I was just, you're just talking and I just feel like shadow work, shadow work, shadow work, shadow work. No, I, I, can I be honest with you now that we're on that topic? Um, I, I know it's not necessary, but I've had people tell me maybe you should try it. My thing is with all of my past trauma, it could be a lot to take on. And, and you know, and, and I've tried once before and I literally got to the point where I had to stop. I'm like, I can't do this. It was just too much. If that makes sense. Yeah. It does. Okay. We're going to like reset the energy up in this bitch. You're going to leave this being like so, so happy. You're going to have your, your happy energy going. We're not going to be worried and concerned about anything. I like that. I like that because I'm constantly worried about everything. I know we're going to, we're going to sit here. We're going to have a moment together. So I'm going to use cleansing spray. We're going to reset the energy and we're going to take some deep breaths. I'm going to do a blessing, put us into a circle and let's do this shit. Okay. I'm telling you, it's going to be a whole thing. My co-host on my other podcast um, made these for me. So there's a a goddess spray Mm -hmm. and a cleansing spray. Oh, and her labels are so cute. Here I go. Very cherry. Here I go about to spend money. I don't have because I'm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm doing deep breath. I want to open up a circle of protection as I read lucky. I welcome all elements to the circle. I ask that water goes through every obstacle to bring us the messages that are intended today. I ask that air comes in and clears out the old stinky negative energy, brings fresh new perspectives, brings balance. I ask that fire comes in and helps to light the path for Lucky from this reading, helps to see where she should be going and how to navigate your messages. I ask that earth comes and just keeps us grounded in this moment, keeps us present. And I invite spirit guides, ancestors, guardian angels, gods, and goddesses to come and surround our circle right now and give us extra protection as we let our guard down and let our energy flow freely. The spirit circle is now open. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Listen, bitch, I'm giving you happy cards, okay? I like happy cards. I need those. I love, like, I have a dark goddess deck and I have, like, I, I love that really deep dive, but I feel like you have enough 
of that energy. And I feel like you need a balance. So this deck is really fucking cool because every card is from a different deck. So it gives like really, it was a, it was a gift. Um, and it gives a huge, I don't know, balance of perspective, I would say. Okay. Interesting though. Like a card, every card from a different deck. I love that. Oh. First card was the page of swords. I feel like you're very, um, you're logically trying to analyze why things keep on happening and there's really not like a rhyme or a reason. They just fucking are. I feel like, um, with the seven of swords, I feel like you have this energy of assuming that everybody around you is trying to be deceptive. And now we're going to get into our feelings. So we have the eight of cups. And when you look at this, like this card is just, it's deep disappointment. It's like feeling betrayed. I think that you spend too much time processing your feelings about things and you let them overtake you and you put yourself where you feel like you're in this darkness and you just can't fucking move yourself out of it. God, can I relate to that card so much? Yeah. I, oh baby, this is one of my favorite cards. You're getting a lot of swords. We're a lot of very like trying to logically fucking navigate things. But with this, um, with this eight of swords, this is like your self-doubt. I always, this card always makes me think of like being trapped somewhere that you did to yourself. You put the blindfold on yourself. You're surrounded yourself. You could have moved at any point, but you're sitting there thinking, oh, it really fucking sucks that I'm in this situation. I can't believe this. And you need to take movement and change it. You have the 10 of swords next. I feel like for this one, I feel like you need to cut off situations. So you keep being irritated by the same things because you keep allowing the same people, the same energies, the same, whatever. Um, I feel like if you're seeing things on social media, you should just block. It doesn't, it doesn't align with you instead of stitching it and being like that, you know, this fucking shit, what you're doing is you're actually bringing over new followers who are interested in gossip and drama. And then you're hoping that they don't turn around and, and, you know, turn over on you next. And it's a very, I feel like that's a very um, anxious and scary energy to have to be navigating. And I don't like that for you. This entire reading so far has been hundred percent accurate. Even when it comes to home life, home life. Okay. Okay. But we're coming in with some temperance next. What did we keep talking about during the podcast? We kept on talking about balance and the temperance is coming in with the infinity symbol. She's giving you that balance that you're needing. So I was just telling you that we chose to do the light cards because you had enough of the negative fucking bullshit energy and we needed to balance that out. And so I feel like you are recognizing that this all makes sense to you. And so now you're having that balance that's going to come next. So I feel like the next cards that are going to get pulled are ones that are going to be more uh, what's left to come and less of like calling you out on where you are at the present. I think that 
you just needed a um, wake the fuck up and take accountability kind of. Which I do. I tell myself that all the time. Like I, I, I even told myself this morning, I need to stop finding myself in all of the shits. I do. Cause I put myself there. Yeah. But you got the eight of stones next. So if you had just directed your energy somewhere else, you could have accomplished so many different things. And that's, I think like, that's what you need to focus on. You you're starting a new platform. You're trying to do things. You're trying to offer more things and be more in touch, like with your gifts and with your craft and things like that. And I think that you should be putting your energy towards working on building those platforms. And then from there, um, you don't have the same fucking things to process. I promise you when you're busy, focused on your shit, you don't have time to give a fuck about what other people are doing or saying about anything because you're focused on your own grind. It's why I am like, I don't understand the arguments that happen. I don't understand the whatever. It's not like bullshit. I just refuse to, to be a part of that. And I always, whatever I have to do to shut that down, if it comes my way too, I do, I, like, I do that. I don't See, that's my problem. And I feel like TikTok, like I, I told people this before, TikTok is so toxic. It is because you find yourself scrolling and then eventually you find yourself in this rabbit hole of, oh, what is this person doing? What is this person doing? And I, my problem is, is I, I'm not going to lie. I, I get caught up in the shit. I don't know if I subconsciously like drama. I don't know what it is. No, I think that once you start to attract a certain kind of energy, that's the energy that comes. And like I said, you know, specifically what I was, what I was seeing was stitching of videos. I think that you attract a very specific energy when you do something to call somebody else out. Like it's very fucking seldom if I do that. And it has to be a Greg Locke video where I'm just like, I'm sorry, why do you exist? You know, why are you here? Like okay. So back to you. Um, so I said we were going to have balance. We were done calling it out. We were going to start having some new perspectives, some new shifts and things. Then you got the chariot. So we're going to be putting our energy into new fucking things. We're going to be figuring out our own stuff and not worrying about other people's stuff. Yes. Agreed. I needed to hear all of this today. All of it. <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm just the knave of pentacles. You know, I'm just like giving the advice, encouraging you along on your journey, letting you know, like give some fairy tap into that fairy Oracle deck vibe, you know, get a little, get a little happy with it. I have the nine of cups. So if we, if you, this isn't a, we thing, this is a you thing. If you, started putting your energy into these other things you're I feel like you're gonna have this whole new fucking transformation and this whole new perspective on things and like I don't know I feel like your craft is going to evolve as well because I think that you're you're gonna work on different perspectives we all have shadow work right we all have things. I told you last night, I've seen you taking a lot of accountability for things and being like, I'm very wrong in this situation. And 
that is all just part of evolving. And you can have those moments and not even have to tell anybody and just be fucking proud of yourself. And I feel like that's something too, is, um, you, we got to work on like your self-acceptance, not having to come from what other people are thinking. That is my problem at home too. Like I constantly want to know like what my husband is thinking, if he approves of this, like, it's not even just TikTok. It's at home too. And I feel like I frustrate him a lot asking him like, Oh, are you okay with this? Oh, did I do good? Oh, is this okay? And he looks at me and he gets frustrated. He's like, why are you asking me this? Because I feel like I just need, I, I want to hear that answer. I want to hear like, yeah, you're doing good. You're okay. Like so, I, I would, my advice is that you learn each other's love languages because your love language seems to be words of affirmation and his love language clearly is not. And I had to do that with my husband because I used to be the same way. And so I wouldn't do things because I didn't know if he was going to approve of it or not. It's a, um, it's a trauma response to being put down in past relationships, in childhoods, whatever, um, and being people pleasing. And once I promise you, once you start putting your energy into growing your platform, into putting that energy into your gift, you are going to not rely on his words of affirmation because you will be proud of yourself. And I have, that is a very, I will tell you, it's a very hard journey. You, there's a lot of like, I really fucked up on this and I'm just moving forward and not even acknowledging it with other people. I realized it with myself. I was fucked up. I'm moving on. Do that within yourself. I feel like we have the fool energy that was here. And I feel like, I feel like you're the fool for me and your situation is very much doing the same thing, but expecting different results and different energy than you're putting out. I literally told myself that the other day, I find myself doing that. Like I'm doing this, expecting a different result, but it not ever happening. Always getting obviously the same bullshit. Look how this is just, this isn't even a, anyways, this is just a random like picture card in the deck. And it represents for me, like all of the like loneliness of you holding your own tree because you're, you don't want to, I feel like you don't want to let people in. So the people that you have let in, you're like, I'm going to smush you and I will keep you and I will make sure that you're happy with me always and blah, blah, blah. And you're, you're compacting yourself, friend. You're, you have fucking wings that should be flapping in the wind and you should be going fucking buck wild. And you, I have the hero fence. So you're learning from all of these things and you're supposed to be evolving. You are evolving. You're taking accountability for things that you never would have taken accountability for before. And guess what? You don't have to announce that online. You can take that accountability within yourself and say, wow, you know, this and, and you can move forward from that and you can never have to discuss that and bring that up again. I needed to hear all of this, all of this. I needed to hear because I, I mean, not done. 
Oh, shit. Well, you all so far hit the nail on the head with everything. That makes me very happy. Okay. This next deck that I have, <clears throat> actually, I'm going to pull from, so Rampage, who made me these oils, also made her own tarot decks, and she has two, and this one is light as a feather, and I feel like that is what you need is that elevated energy. So, I'm going to do a little, a little shuffle, shuffle. I saw your video where somebody said to you, you know, there are more than different shuffles. And you were like, mine is the lazy way. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how I, yeah, I'm lazy as fuck. I know. And she was so cute. And people were like, how dare she tell you that? There's no way to shuffle. And I'm like, no, no, no. She was the sweetest girl. Um, those of you listening, I had a client and I was shuffling my deck and she was like, oh my gosh, what kind of shuffle are you doing? And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I, like I've been trying to learn how to read cards. So I was Googling different shuffles and she's like naming off these different shuffles. And I'm like, um, I'm fucking lazy. And I just shuffle my cards back and forth. And I tell spirit to pop out what needs to pop out. And like, it just is what it is. This method has always worked for me. So some comment, most of the comments were like, ha ha ha, there's no way to like shuffle your cards the right way. Don't even worry. And then some people were like, absolutely. Okay. Ooh, okay. All right. We're yes. I call her Polly pocket because rampage has, she's the opposite of me. I feel like I'm dark and dreary and she's like, fucking gumdrops and rainbows and I love anyways so these cards life is like a cake you have to have all the ingredients to make it sweet stop settling for friends relationships jobs etc let it go damn unfollow anyone who triggers you okay <laughs> yeah that's a lot of people uh, people who talk a lot normally don't back that shit up. Stop thinking worst case scenarios. I need this deck in my life. <laughs> people hate on you because you trigger them with your light. Shine anyways. You know what's funny is I said that she's so sweet. She's got so many cards in here that I've pulled that are like... Like, um, you've got this, like tap in baby, you can do this. And then you get these cards of like spicy rampage. who's like fucking unfollow them. I don't know what we're talking about still. I need to start doing that because I find myself, especially what got more. your intuition is on point. Boo. Trust yourself. Let their doubt motivate you to level up, baby. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. Your aura is radiating. And the last card that I pulled from it, um, 111 equals new beginnings are here. All right. I'm only, I'm only going to be obnoxious and pull one card from this deck. 
Okay. Because I just want to close it up. This is the Pure Magic Oracle deck. It has crows on the back. It's an elements deck. And since I invited the elements in when I opened your circle, I feel that it's only right to end the circle with um, pulling from their deck. Do you have a specific topic you want to card on? I can't think of anything. Okay. So we'll just do a general. What's a final message for Lucky? Why is it so stubborn? <laughs> 22 represents fire. And this is drawing down the sun, wildfire, divine masculine, magnificence, and witness. The Card number is 22. So if that number resonates with you for any reason, um, a birthday day or an age or anything, the sun warmly invites you to view the situation from its perspective. Illuminate the path for yourself and blaze a trail for others. I asked fire to light a path for you on what to do after your reading. Be patient with your inner flame and make sure not to burn bridges. Take hold of your masculine form and prepare to fight for what you believe in. If you need a boost to a situation, the sun will set you free. And then it has a little, it has like a little spell thing in here for you. When an obstacle is too great and seems almost immovable, try this silent spell to invoke the transformation and magnificent energy of the great sun to aid you. Create an altar to the fiery planet and adorn it with colors, items, and symbols to reflect the sun in its powerful hues. You can use yellow or orange candles, sunflowers, the sun card from tarot decks, as well as citrine or amber crystals. Take a small citrine crystal in a necklace and a glass of water and sit in a quiet space on the grass. Visualize yourself within your goal and imagine how it feels to be completed. Visualize all strands of negativity being pulled away from your aura and towards the sun in the distance to be burnt and transformed. Visualize the power of the sun filling into the crystal and pour the glass of water onto the soil as an offering to the earth. Thank the sun for his aid and carry the crystal with you on important days that connect to your goal. Leave the crystal necklace on your altar when you are not using it. Wow. Um, first of all, that whole reading from every deck hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Every time. And that last, the, the last one that you just read, I'm actually going to try that. I am. I love that. I feel like I need to. I feel like I find myself caught up in all of this shit. You're right. And I'm not putting it all into things that I want to, my business, my platform, all of that stuff. Yeah. Hence yep. why I said in the past to other people, that's why I feel like TikTok is toxic. It's like it draws you in and you completely like, I don't know. I don't know if it sounds, if it sounds crazy or if it's just me, but 
No, you just yeah. got that. You just got that negative energy that comes yeah. with it. People that I promise people that don't align with you. Once you start putting the intention in that, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this. I'll block whatever, just do it and move on because that's the only way you're going to shift your energy is by putting that, that momentous energy into it. I just want to know, like, because my main account has been on private for so long. Um, but whoever it is, it's somebody obviously that's still following me that will support me now for just making a thank you video for somebody helping me, you know, here's, here's my question. Does you being super concerned about it and putting your energy towards being frustrated, make the person stop? No. So what you can do is focus on doing the shit that you want to do. Whatever you're wanting, your energy shift that you're wanting to have around you, you have to start with yourself. So whatever it is that you're wanting to do with your platform now, you just do that. And people are going to do whatever they're going to do. People get their account shut down who literally go on and play guitar. Like it doesn't matter what you're doing. If that's what's going to happen, that's what's going to happen. And you stressing about it doesn't help. If they're going to take it at this point, take it. I'll start over, learn from that. Yeah. And I mean, I'm already almost at what? 3000 on my backup. I'm not worried about it. And the, it, 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 there's no point in getting upset over a TikTok account. No, it's because what happens is when you allow that energy in, you allow it into your home because then you start treating your, your husband differently because you're frustrated or you're snapping at your kid because you're frustrated about what, about somebody on TikTok you don't fucking know, or somebody that, you know, that's like a, a friend who isn't a friend because they're talking shit. Like we just don't listen. I will be your fucking positive ass friend and I will blow sparkles up your asshole for you every day. And when you're like, I'm having this problem, I will message you back. Absolutely. The fuck not. Like I got you. Please do. I know my phone, like I said, my phone is off right now just because this month with bills and stuff has been rough, but you got my number. Even if I text you at the most random time, Hey, I need that sparkle up my ass. Just give it to me. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I will be like, you are the most radiant fucking goddess. Don't let anybody tell you nothing. Nobody shit. Men ain't shit. Fucking we got this, like I got you, but you have to, if, if you're going to put energy into that and having me direct you, it's because you're putting energy in what you should be. And you're just having moments. I usually like, I, I mean, I suffer from anxiety and depression and stuff like that too. So sometimes I feel like that gets in the way and it just like, there are some days I wake up and I'm in a great mood. I'm getting things done. I'm accomplished. And then the very next day, it's a complete opposite. I'm sh- in the shitty mood. I can't stand this. I can't do this. And I don't know. Like, I can never balance it out. Like, I can never just be like, you know what? I'm okay. I need to calm down. I'm going to be okay. I find myself freaking out over everything. You need to meditate. I, need to I know you have, I know you have a kid. You can literally meditate while you take a shit. All right. Like you can, you can do it. I believe in you turn YouTube on, listen to fucking waterfalls. I don't know. Just sit there. And I promise when your kid's asleep and you can go in the bath, 
do water cleanses. My favorite fucking thing in the entire world. Put a little oil in there, put a couple herbs in there, sit down, turn on some music or turn on a guided meditation. You can get it on YouTube for free. I love it. And be alone with your thoughts. I need that. And Miss Honeybee, Brittany, I don't know if you know her, sent me a whole bunch. She sent me bath salt. She sent me rosemary. Candlewood. She was like, here, baby, try this. You'll be good. Miss Honey, I, so I was supposed to interview Miss Honey a couple weekends ago and we have, there was a confusion with the time zone and we haven't been able to reconnect. And I, she, she calls you like she knows you. And like, I never talked to her before. And she's like, hi baby, what you doing? Oh, earlier she called me. She was like, I knew you were upset. Talk to me. She called me on the phone. She was like, talk to me. And I opened up to her and she's like, I got you. If you need me, call me. If you want, like, I see, I didn't know that. I could reach out to her because she talks to me almost daily. Oh, yeah. I love Miss Honey. Yeah. I think I found her because of you. I love her. She started following me right when I hit 10K and her energy. I'm just like, I need more of this. Okay. See, I want to say that is a positive fucking energy to latch on to and to be a part of. Remember the temperance card that you got with the balance. Make sure that you give as much in that as you get because there is such a different energy that she offers than what you're bringing when you've been having yourself down. I know that's hard to hear and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm that way. I feel like it too. And that I'm a practitioner. I do a lot of baneful magic. I do. And I feel like I... A part of it is me maybe doing too much of that and not doing enough for myself. I constantly find myself doing that more than and the more positive things. I will, if you want, um, I, I mean, I do just very, like I said, I don't do hexing and like, I don't do baneful magic. Um, but if you, if that's a new avenue for you of not doing baneful and you want other ideas or other energy, let me know because I'll help with that. I do because like, I mean, I'll do stuff around here, protections, making sure my husband's okay. I'm okay. My son's okay. But I find myself more at some points going right towards baneful shit to let out anger, to let out all of the shit. And then I find myself more angry after I'm done. I'm going to help you even elevate the way that you're doing cleansing and the energy that you're putting into cleansing. Because when I do protections for my home, I never do protections for my home of like, don't let other people penetrate what happens in here. I do protections for my home of what energy I want in my home. And so I put positive intention into me protecting my space. And so like, you know what I mean? Where we're still using the same thing. I just, and we all do our shit differently. And if you like fucking protecting your home that way, that's fucking cool. I just know what has worked for me switching energy. And if you want anything, I'm there. I I would like that because all of my words, like, obviously I'm not going to show anybody, but all of them are more baneful words. So if somebody just steps on them, they're going to fucking feel it. It's never anything like, oh, if somebody hits it, you know, nothing's in it. It's all like, oh, well, if you fuck with me, you're going to, you're going to fucking feel it. It's never anything good. 
I don't know if it's trauma that I went through in the past. Like I'm just like guarding myself. Like, but it's never anything good ever. I'm going to help you. We're going to switch that. I, I think that your reading was a really good deep dive. And by the way, thank you. I feel like, uh, sometimes when I'm reading, I almost feel bad because I, I call out when I'm doing readings and I swear, like (laughs) afterwards I feel so bad, but in the moment I'm just like, this is the fucking message and we're doing what we're doing. And I try to be kind. You're telling people what they need to hear, what, what needs to be heard in that moment. And you're absolutely right. Even if it's like a hard pill to swallow. And for me, I'm not going to lie. Like I hate hearing some of the shit that I hear, but you know what? I need to hear it. Even with my husband, like there have been plenty of times where, I mean, this is off topic from, you know, magical practices and stuff like that, but he would tell me, be like, Hey, you got to stop acting like this or like just in a basic form, you're being a bitch. And I will immediately snap on him. Like, what the fuck did you just say? And just get mad immediately and go right for the throat. And that's my problem. I'm hot tempered as well. Um, Yes, I will. Yes. I feel like there's so, as we're talking, there's just so many books that I've read and like things for shadow work and decks that I recommend because also the kind of decks that you do your reading from, if you're only using darker decks and you're not getting decks with different personalities and different vibrations, of course, everything around you is going to be dark and fucking dreary. All you have is a fucking dark thing to read from. You're not even wrong. My deck that I use the most, most, especially because I've worked with Lilith, um, is the Black Tarot. Listen, bitch. I know yes, you. I already know. Okay, you let so. me into your energy and now I can see your whole fucking life. <laughs> like, even my husband this morning, I was doing a poll right before he left for work and I was using that deck. And he looked at the deck and looked at me, shook his head and walked up the door. He didn't have to say a word. He, he, he doesn't even practice. And he just looked at it. It was like, mm, and left. Okay. Like, you know what? We're going to do one more thing. Let me pull a crystal card for you because I think that you need something physical that you can like hold on to that, that, that would I be feel like, crazy. yeah, I have an, I, I love my, Oh God. I have so many crystals too. It's ridiculous. And I <laughs> felt like, I felt like, okay, you're going to have or have access to whatever it is. But, um, I just feel like there's, I feel like you need something physical and that's why you like baneful magic is because you can physically see results. Like with me, like I said, the black tarot is the deck and the tarot oppositions. Brittany bought me that deck, um, which I love, but the black tarot is what I go for. So the first, uh, where is it? Here we go. Bitch, tiger's eye. Listen, calm, clarity, balanced emotions, communication, and intuition. If you've been plagued with negative thoughts lately, then tiger's eye crystal will help you rid yourself of these and help you regain a positive and more inspiring attitude. You will soon begin to see things clearly and realize that there was nothing to fear in the first place. Calm your thoughts and start to listen to your intuition. Know that all is well and that only love surrounds you. This card is also to do with communication. 
You may avoid unnecessary turmoil and problems by communicating clearly with others. Don't be afraid to express your views honestly and make sure there is no misunderstanding. You will gain respect and admiration for doing so. (laughs) Well, it's not even messed up. It's the truth. I picked this necklace out to wear tomorrow. It's tiger's eye. Of course it is. Ooh, ooh, this next card, bitch. It's the last one. Gold. Listen, my heart. And I call everybody bitch. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I do too. I do too. (laughs) Um, Gold is value, confidence, self-worth, money, and wealth. If only we were just talking about you putting energy into platforms where you could help others elevate and you could create and share your craft in a safe way. Huh. This gold card is a symbolic reflection of your true inner worth. At the core of your being, there exists a pure golden essence with an infinite, infinite capacity to create. You are being... You are being urged to look within, to go beyond the superficial personality and connect through contemplation and meditation with your true nature. There is a yearning within you to manifest all your heart's desires. At the top of the list, you will discover a yearning for financial wealth and freedom and for the self-confidence that money can bring. Do not delude yourself that somehow money is bad or that it does not align with your spiritual ideals. Money is just as much a part of the universe's creation as we are. In actuality, it is neither good nor bad. Rather, it is something to be valued and put to good use. Sit quietly for a few minutes each day and lovingly imagine yourself having and achieving all your heart's desires. Then set a goal, one that you feel is achievable in the short term. Focus on it each day until it manifests, then set a new goal and so on. Goals are reached one step at a time and ongoing journey that you take. Set clear goals and yet remember to always focus on the present for it is in the present that all unfolds. You deserve to be and have all of your heart's desires. And then your affirmation is, within my heart flows a river of gold. I am one with the eternal light of creation. I manifest my dreams and I create abundance in my life through love. Seriously, every time you have been hitting it on the fucking head. Imagine what it's like in fucking private readings where I'm not calling you out on the fucking podcast. Call me out. You know what? That's what I need. I need to be called out. I don't like it, but I need it. It's well, one listen, of those- I love that about my I love that about friends who are like in a respectful way, get your shit together. And I feel like I I need that in friends also. Like Loki. I don't know if you follow him. He's on Woodstock. He's amazing. But lately I have. And I was going to, I think I reached out to him about being on the podcast. He, oh my God. I, he, cause me and him are mutuals on my main Uh, account. Can you make that connection happen for me? Yeah. Okay. I love him. He is a, he is a sweetheart. He is. Um, he did a video where I duetted it. It was a blind duet. Okay. He was doing a card pull and he got the temperance in reverse. And he literally looked at the camera. He's like, you need to get your shit together. Okay. And I was like, yeah, there is chaos. There is no fucking balance in your life. He's like, like, you're doing way too much. I'm like, you know what? I don't like hearing that. But at the same time, you're, you're right. Fuck. Like, (laughs) 
see, this is why I told you last night that I'm proud of you because you recognize things and you work on changing them. And that's a very beautiful quality to have. And I really admire that about you. Um, that we've been talking for a little over an hour. So I, what do you want to leave people with who listen to your episode today? Uh, what I want to leave people with is, I mean, first of all, like I said, you hit the nail on the head with everything. If anybody is, you know, going through the same thing I am and with like the experience of, you know, getting your shit together, do it because I'm going to take that and now run with it. Even if, like I said, I lose my main account, I don't care no more. I'm not going to let it bother me. I'm going to start over. It's not that serious. It's not. And it's new energy and people who fell off, maybe they're positive people. Maybe they weren't. Now you have an opportunity to grow a audience of people who love you for you and the evolution that you're on. And also you're going to find new energy of people that come in because people like to see others elevate and do better. You know what I mean? When you start feeling better, you start looking better. Your skin starts glowing. You start growing hair. You know what I mean? Like it, it like does something for your soul. Your, your relationships get better. You start. I think it's going to be amazing. Like, I think so before we go really quick, there's one more thing. Okay. So my husband is in a band. He's working on a music video. He's, you know, getting, doing everything with his music and I get frustrated too. And I need to work on this because I feel like he doesn't, and I, I don't feel like it's intentional, but not paying enough attention to me. Sometimes I'm one of the people where I was neglected so much in the past from ex-boyfriends to even sometimes family, where if I feel like I'm not getting attention from him, I get frustrated. I get upset. I get angry. And then I take it out on him. And I'm trying to figure out a way to work on that as well, because I get, he has goals too. And I want him to, I want to see him succeed, but I feel like with all of my past trauma, everything that I went through, it's like, we're going to text privately because I've been through all of this and we will have a conversation and I am married to somebody who is an entrepreneur himself and always does all the things. And I, like I said, was the same exact way. And if you're wanting to elevate that and you're wanting to work on that, I'm here. And I point that out specifically because I don't want you to feel that there's anything wrong with you. If that's the way or that you have to change something about yourself, like if you were happy with the way that some things were, you keep it that way, whatever. If you want a shift and you want to talk and have different perspectives and whatever, I'm here for that. But there's no force or judgment that I, for I some really, reason. I really do want to change a lot of things because like, yeah, our marriage is fine, but it could be better. You know, and I yeah. want to work on that. I do, especially because we have a kid together, you know. I got you. I got you, friend. <laughs> Listen, you know what? If anybody takes anything away from your from your episode today, I really hope that it's some people have really low times and they need to be able to express that and 
be told that it's going to be okay. And they're going to get over that because we've all been in a dark period and we all need a friend who just listens to what the fuck we're going through real quick and watches your progress. So I'm really excited for people to follow you after this episode, who maybe don't already and to get to see your journey and support you evolving and doing so much better. And, um, like I, I'm just really fucking excited for you and I'm grateful for you letting me tap into your energy, you talking with me. By the way, I actually, your shirt, I love that. It's my merch. I need that. And when I get, Dude, I have Jesus was a witch. I have fuck your Jesus with an up down, upside down cross and flames. I have, um, bitchcraft sage that shit with a sage bundle i've got all kinds of stuff on there i've got um no fucks given and a huge tie-dye tea got so much i need to purchase see here i go spending money i don't got i don't care um (laughs) i'm the same way um okay well i will let you go And I'm just, thanks again for being on, for being a guest, for letting me tap into your energy. And I just appreciate you. No, it's no problem. I'm, I would honestly like to do this again. I would. Yeah, we absolutely will. I want to talk with you because I think we could do something together for Patreon and we could both, we could both do something for our accounts and do a collaboration. I like having guests. Love that. All right, let's do it. We'll, we'll set it up. All right. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye.